So I'm constantly like being inspired by the littlest things. Like that room over there, I yep. was like, this is sick. Like, <laughs> this is so beautiful. Yep. Like it's very like chic, very minimal. Like, and it, absolutely. It, it's, it's just weird. Like being able to let yourself be inspired by everything. Yeah. And learning everything about what you want to do yep. and how you can be the best version of yourself. All right, what's going on everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today we have the one and only Aaron Carpenter on the show today. And um, I've been following Aaron for quite some time now on social media and he's recently signed to Capitol Records. And we're gonna catch up more so on what he's been up to these last five, six years since you've been on social media, killing it. Because real quick for the viewers, I've been following Aaron, I would say, way back before I was on social media, before I was doing anything online, when you were part of the MagCon group, right? Which we'll get into. Yeah. But um, it's super cool. To, I was I was on uh, Instagram the other day and I just, I saw you come up on just, I've been following you for a while, like I said, and I was like, let me just shoot him a DM, see what's up. And um, now we're here in LA and we're shooting this podcast. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, man. thanks so much for having me, man. So, so first off, I want to give a huge shout out to the location portal for giving this this beautiful view and location to shoot this podcast from. As you can see behind us, we have a beautiful view of downtown LA. And uh, yeah, it's super cool. So make sure you check them out. But that being said, Aaron, I'm super excited. This is our first time meeting. And for the, for the people that may not know who you are and what you do, I first want to give them a synopsis of like a quick 30 second rundown of what you're currently working on and give them just some sense into who you are before we get into the story. Yeah, so... Quick little 30 second rundown. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, um, and I've been living in LA for about three years now. Grew up in Louisiana, signed to Capitol Records over a year ago, and just been working on music ever since I moved out here. And everything's been super sick. Like yeah. I, I come from the social media world, but music's always been the the number one for yeah, me. And for sure. social media gave me that opportunity. So that, that's super tight. We're here for sure, man. It's funny because we were just talking like Capitol Records. It's like as you said, you use social media as a vehicle. You've built this brand of what you have like 3.7 million followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's funny, right before we started this, I was like, yo, you on TikTok? He's like, nah, dude. And I'm like, all right, let me check. He has 1.2 million followers. I'm like, all right, all right. He's, yeah, I mean, I, I am on TikTok and I'm just not as active as I need to be yeah, and yeah. as I should be because I have people on there waiting for content and I need to step sure. up my game and revisit it and yeah. come back. Gotcha, man. And really just to get into it, man. So. Bring us back. I know, like you said, you got into social media and like I mentioned this group called MagCon. That's where I found out who you are. But I want us to take I want you to take the audience back to really when you got started on social media from Louisiana. You know, what did high school look like for you? Yeah. Did you imagine you, you would be living in L.A., a singer songwriter oh at <laughs> at 21 years old? Or like what was the process that led you to starting social media, creating content? Because I think that if people look up to you now, it's like, wow, you know, he's, he's killing it. He's signed to a label. He has millions of followers. And I really want to give people the opportunity to know the backstory of like yeah. what made you get into what you're doing. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you, man. Like Louisiana Aaron at 15 years old. Yeah. Like what was he up to? So it actually started a little bit earlier than that. I was, uh, it was 2011. So I was 12 and just turned 13 that October. And that Christmas, my my parents got me an iPod for Christmas. And I was like, all right, sick. And also a little more preface on that. Um, I grew up always having an infatuation with the most random things, like okay. across the board. Like it started out, I was obsessed with Rubik's Cubes. Okay. And I started mowing lawns, saving up cash to buy, like to order myself some Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> yeah. And then learning how to solve them. and. Um, eventually got to the point where I could solve them really, really fast. And then uh, it was fishing, it was dirt bikes and magic and technology, which yeah. the most random things, I mean, growing up in Louisiana, there's not an endless amount of things you can do. So you kind of yeah, have yeah. to be a little creative. And um, another one of those things was drums. Drums was the first thing I would say, uh, I joined middle school band okay. and my school was a very small high school. It was from nursery to senior year in, uh, in high school. Gotcha. So in that whole, the attendance number is like 1200 from nursery to senior year. Yeah. So my high school class was like 40 people, 40 to 50. Got it. And um, yeah, so I, I joined the, the middle school band and it's really our high school band, but okay. there was like 
13 people in there and I was in percussion and I became obsessed. Got it. And um, yeah, that's kind of like the the intro to well, my, my music. Media. And okay. so and the next thing, the last thing was technology. And so I got an iPod for Christmas. Yeah. And I was asking my cooler older sister, hey, what are some cool like <laughs> apps or stuff I can download that's not just like little Games, games. Or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got you. So this is 2011, 2012? Yeah, yeah. 20, 2011. Okay. The, the 2011 Christmas. Okay. And um, I was on Facebook, which what is a 13 year old doing yeah, on Facebook? Yeah, but 100%. anyways, um, yeah, she told me like, hey, download Instagram. And like me and all my friends are on it. I was like, all right, sure, whatever. I downloaded it, messed around on it for a bit and I hated it. And I was like, nah, okay. this, is, this is whack. So I deleted it. <laughs> and then I went back to school that after the Christmas break. Okay. And you're in high my, school or middle school. Uh, this was this was seventh grade. Or okay, yeah, this grade, is early. This is early. Yeah. Uh yeah, before before high school. Okay. So eighth grade, I or yeah, seventh. Okay. What what some sometime what, in middle in school. There. Sometime in middle school. <laughs> however old you are when whatever grade you're in when you're yeah. thirteen. And um yeah, so I went back to school and all my friends were like, You gotta get on Instagram, like there's no, that. what was it? They said, there's no parents on there. And I was like, what? Like, how do they monitor if there's parents or not? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I re-downloaded it and followed all my friends and um, my family that was on it at the mm -hmm. time because not all of them were on it. Yeah, it was but, early. Yeah. And um, I just started posting like my feet, like a cool view. Like I would have, I would definitely have posted that. Yeah. View. <laughs> um, or like my dog or a lamp or the most random things. Okay. No one, no one really engaged with yep. and it wasn't until I posted a photo of like me and my friends out one weekend like we went and TP'd someone's house and I posted okay. a photo of <laughs> us in front of the house kind of exposed us too because yeah, yeah. like we know who did it <laughs> but um and I noticed people really engaged with that a lot more people liked it people yeah. I didn't know in my high school that knew me yep. and um I saw like people I didn't know that didn't even live in Louisiana okay. that we're liking and I was like why like how did they find my photo and yeah that sparked that interest thing in my mind where I was like, like okay like I'm like okay like sick this is something else I can see myself really learning and analyzing and I, I mastering know, overall, yeah yeah you know what I'm saying and well at least try to yeah <laughs> and um yeah so I I started to like really become really interested in social media and how like I wanted to figure out how that like these few people that like my photo found yeah. my profile of all of Instagram that don't know me and why they liked it and I found out it was the the notifications you can see who you follow mm -hmm. their interactions with other people and I guess that's how that's just my assumption okay that's how they found me and so back in 2000 well this is 2012 now there was the popular page on Instagram Yep. And that was like a hundred photos of all of Instagram that were on that page. Yeah. And they would only like, I, I would notice like, why are these photos here? Like, what's the, like, why, why are, are these viral? Yeah. Why like, big? why are they, why are they on there? Yeah. And so I started to like, I found a few people who were like, not celebrities, but had a massive following on Instagram at the time. I remember I found this kid. He was like, had 60,000 followers. I was like, why, who is he? Like, what does <laughs> yeah. he do? And so an influencer nowadays, yeah, you're taught, yeah, right? Because this like, is way back. Like, like, you're what you're an OG this? in the space. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what? Like, why does he have followers? And I would always see his photo on the okay. body page. I was like, how do I get my photo on there? So I started looking and analyzing of like what about each of his photos would make makes it, it on there. Yeah. And how soon it would get on there. And so I was like, all right, cool. So over a bit of time, I started gaining a bit of followers, like just through being in high school, my friends posting photos with me, yeah. different high school friends Local following people, me. everyone's posting, yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I, around this point, I had significantly more followers than everyone in my school, and everyone was like, how? <laughs> what, what, are we talking like, what, 1,000, 10,000, Yeah, so I, I remember Because I think this is, this is super cool to understand yeah. of like people listening like in high school, because then it gets crazy. Like yeah. when, you, when you had, what amount of followers was it when you were like, okay, this is picking up? So. I, I remember vividly, I was in science class. It was second period okay. in whatever grade I was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had hit a thousand followers. And, <laughs> and I was like, I looked over at the person to the right of me 
and she was i was like yo i just hit a thousand followers on instagram and that was like significantly 100%. more than like everyone else had like a couple hundred yeah and they were like who cares like that's whack like nobody cares i was like yeah i, I, I think it's dope <laughs> so um i started running with it and i remember i posted a photo and it was i think it was just a selfie and it made the popular page and i was like what about it made the popular page and then i started to gain thousands of likes and i tripled in followers and i was like i gotta do that again yeah and just studying how just being very analytical of like what time did i post this photo who's liking it and what area are they from like every bit of information you could squeeze out of it i was yeah yeah thinking about without knowing what i was doing to be For honest sure. i was just kind of i was just really interested in it like yeah without thinking long term and i'm curious too it's like for like just even the sake of timing like when you were started to post on social media like what was that breakthrough moment where you're like okay like now that i'm getting some followers and attention um what was the breakthrough moment of like okay let me take this seriously and then opportunities started coming up and then you okay. got a part of this like you know what i'm saying back to the point that which you, if you don't want to talk about yeah. it, the madcon group right that's i want to yeah, bring this course. up because this is something that i've seen someone like yourself or sean mendez or nash Greer, yeah. people that i used to follow and still do and i'm like hell yeah, they're killing it. Like what made you a part and more so what got you involved with such a prominent group of people, but also like what led to that? Cause you yeah. were early stages, like the biggest influencers in the game, in my perspective. And I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. So like, what was that pivot point from like, okay, let me download this app. My sister told me to get it to like, wow, I'm getting a lot of attention. And now there's opportunities to like connect and collaborate with all these yeah. massive influencers you'd call them nowadays. Yeah. So the that first moment led to many more until eventually i figured out how the popular page worked yeah and i was really growing my followers i would have a photo on there three times a day so basically all day that's crazy and i would gain thousands of followers and then eventually they took away the popular page and it was the explore page where it's curated off of that yeah. so different now interest. like you saying that i'm like wow what what a golden age of time <laughs> it was you were it in. was awesome <laughs> and still is i love i still love instagram and um yeah, so I, I figured figured out how I figured out my niche of mm -hmm. like who I was posting for and all that. So the breakthrough moment was the first time I realized I was like, okay, like this is more than just something that's cool is yeah. I got sent a shirt from Young and Reckless and they were, <laughs> no way. And they were launching. <laughs> and I was like Shout out the drama. We got an event coming up this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they sent me a shirt and uh, I had like fifty seven thousand followers at the time. Okay. And they're like, yeah, like shirts for free. And I was like, sick, like free clothes, like awesome. Yeah. And I just posted a photo with me in it. And I was like, okay, like I can definitely see how this can be more than just something yeah. that's you get a free cool. product yeah. you're like okay this is tight now and um it wasn't the that wasn't the full breakthrough moment but i would say one day after school my mom picked me up and she was like hey our family friend from wherever uh wants to meet with you about <laughs> your social media and i was I, I was at like two hundred thousand followers at this point okay and um i was like that's really random what do they want to meet about and he was the president uh, his name's bart borderline okay he's the president of this app which no longer exists it was like a live stream slash subscription based app okay. where you could have like a public and a private page subscription gives you like more access Content and, and yeah, information exactly. all that stuff so he we set up a deal where um or he originally hit me up because i was doing a promoting a meet and greet in dallas where i have family and i knew i was okay. gonna go visit them yeah yeah so i was just posting on my socials i was i had uh twitter and a youtube at this point okay and i would promote on those i had like two thousand followers on twitter and like okay. ten thousand on youtube and i was like hey i'm gonna be doing a meetup in dallas at the gallery mall 5 p.m come so, meet me like, by the up. ice rink yeah and, like at this day and I, I promoted it for like a month and um he hit me up right before like a about a week and a half before I was gonna go. And he was like, hey, like, gave me the rundown of their app and um, our first project, like, let's live stream your meet and greet and okay. you post and so people can watch it online. So I was like, all right, sick, let's do it. And um, I went to the meet and greet, like I'm on the way to the meet and greet and I started to like freak out. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's coming. I posted and asked who's coming and nobody was commenting anything. I was yeah. like, watch me show up. I have two of my friends here like 
I'm going to be embarrassed if nobody shows yeah, up. Yeah. I've been hyping this up for a month. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, so uh, my mom told me the best advice, like some of the best advice anyone can give is whether one person shows up, two people show up, a thousand people show up. You're the same person. They're coming to meet you. Yep. So like be grateful. Yeah, be it. grateful. Yeah. Like these, these are people who follow you and admire you. Be yeah. grateful and meet them. So I was like, you're right. Like, I just got to get out of my head. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. That's so cool. So I got cool. there and I started the live stream. And this is before Instagram had a link in bio. And or Instagram live. Yeah, any, any of, that. of that. So I had to detail, <laughs> like in detail, explain in the caption how to get to no the, way. the website. And it was it was wild. I was like, click this, then go here, then drag, like yeah, all that. Yeah, that's so but, uh, So I posted it and started the live stream. And then I saw how many people were there. There was 300 people that showed wow. up. And I was like, this is more than I thought. Oh my god! And so also, like, there's other people in the mall that are just like, what's going on? Like, no idea. There's mall security. And I was a super shy kid also. Okay. Like, very kept That's to myself. That's interesting. So you're super shy, promoting a meetup of people to come meet you. Yeah. It's sort of like, huh, like what made you want to promote it? Was it like everyone was doing meetups or were you so, just like, hey, let me connect with these people online? Yeah. So I had seen people do book signings. I had okay. seen people do concerts and meet and greets before. And I saw comments of people being like, yo, like, I wanna meet you. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to Dallas soon. Like, okay. I'll do that. Like, someone was like, have a meet up in Dallas. I was like, yeah, like, yeah. why not? Like, sure. So I just felt led to Make it do happen? that. Yeah. Interesting. And, and, so, so with that, like, that, and you were doing that independently by yourself back then? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so moving into high school, you're doing, is this like early in high school still? Yes. This is okay. summer. This is summer right before high school. Oh, wow. So like you're going into high school, yeah. you got 300 people pulling up to a mall, you got yeah. like the most followers in school and you're like, okay, what is this Instagram social media thing I'm getting into? Yeah. And then you get into high school and like, what was the next four years of your life look like? Yeah. Because I'm sure that was the, the massive transition yes. period, right? Yes. So this is where things start to get like, it, it, it's the kind of growing up that you do after high school. I had to do right, like beginning. not right then, but in this period. Okay. Is um, I went back home and met with them to see how everything went. Yep. And they were like, our app crashed. We weren't prepared for that many people. I had like 2,000 people watching. That's crazy. And uh, they were like, we want to do another. We want to send you to Houston, Indianapolis, and Atlanta. And I was like, wow, I can travel because of this. Yeah, yeah. And then in my first thought was, I have friends that do the same thing I do, yep. that just figured it out and had a fan base. I was like, why don't I get them on this app and they come with me to these malls because I'm going to their cities. Yeah. And so I was like, what if I, what if I hit them up? And then it snowballed into the, what if we rented out a hotel ballroom? What if we sold tickets? What if we sold merch? Yeah. And then it snowballed into MagCon and it was originally like Mag Convention and then, um, so I had. So you originally like you did you start the MagCon? Yeah, that, I did not even know that. Yeah, that's so tight. so it was um, it was completely run out of where I'm from, from Shreveport. Okay, that's tight. And um, I hit up Taylor. I still have my DMs with him of me asking. Taylor Kniff. Yeah, that's so funny. And um, <laughs> I had Cam's contact. I sent it to Bart. And then um, I forget who got a hold of Sam Potter. If I think we, someone just hit him up. Yeah, yeah. And then this other kid, Michael Martin. And um, we had this first event in Houston and we sold out. We had 384 people there, bought tickets, and I was just so blown away at the yeah. thought of it. And um, that was when I was like, all right, like we're, like this is That's so something cool. to the run with. The business side of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're selling tickets, you're selling merch, you're writing out thing. Like you're now creating real life experiences and not only making money, but it's Excuse like me. it's taking from this platform of just like, likes and followers to like making it real and like you're meeting people and that, that's, I'm sure that was crazy. So then that happens and then yeah. what? So after the first show, I remember getting back to my hotel room and being like, man, like I, I wanna sing. Like I wanna sing at these things, but I okay. was way too shy. I was 14 okay. now. Wow, so you're so, 14 years old doing yeah. this. Yeah, so I was, that's insane. I was very in my shell and very in my head and very, I just wasn't confident in my voice I'd never sang in front of more people than anyone in my family, except for like in second grade at a, at a play. Yeah. Like I sang in a play and I was like mortified yeah. after. Cause I was like, ah, I don't know how I yeah, did yeah. But I, I remember being like, yeah, like I want to sing at this stuff. But there, I just thought it wasn't a possibility because okay. I was way too in my head and not confident enough. Yep. And so um, we 
got another like Cameron came back with me to Louisiana. He yep. came on Cameron the, Dallas for everyone yes, wondering, correct? Cameron Dallas, yep. yeah. He came back with me and lived with me in Louisiana for about a month and a half, two months. And um, I remember after that show, going through Vine and like showing each other, like, "Yo, look at this dude, like, yeah, cool." Yeah. And then um, I remember I met like Jack and Jack over Facetime yep, that yep. weekend, and he was about to fly from Louisiana to Omaha to meet up with them. And um, so it was like the small click yeah, group of so, friends that were doing stuff on social, building audiences early days. Yeah. And so, so even at this point, I'm not even on Vine, which is yeah, yeah. And then yeah. question two, though, real quick, of like when you're 14 selling tickets, like are you are you like are your parents or like are they helping you from a like hey you're 14 years old to go run out a ballroom or was it just your um, Bart? You said it yes. was. Was, it, was so, he the one helping with everything from my, a business like perspective? Because yeah. I'm sure a lot of young people listening to this show, you know, it's called Rise to the Young. Yeah. And I, I I like to talk to young entrepreneurs, yeah. whether they're 14, 13, 16, 15, or 25, whatever it is. And I know they always ask themselves, like, oh, like, do I need to ask my parents? What's the process there? Like, what was your take on yeah. that of being 14 years old doing all this? So I lucked out having a super supportive family. And uh, my stepdad was a financial advisor. Which Got it. was great. Yeah. And um, my sister actually worked for MagCon for a bit as well. So we were all, like, my entire family would come to these things all the time. Okay. And, um, yeah, like, they helped me out with everything like they had lawyers that would look over my contracts yep. and all that oh, that's so sick. <laughs> and um it was nice because i had that early on to kind of already start learning about that at such a young yeah, age yeah. like 14 reading contracts oh, what a contract is you know yeah <laughs> and so um and like learning like i'm glad i it yeah i went through it so young because you you have the hiccups and the mistakes that you make yep. and i'm glad i've i've been through the never sign the first contract you get and yeah. like the negotiation but like all all of the tip the of mistakes. the day <laughs> yeah never sign the first contract got um, it yeah like just all those mistakes and hiccups and bumps in the roads and things to look out for we went through and i i, I think it's something yeah that yeah like it's it's just I, i'm glad I, it happened to me young for sure and i got That's, to learn about that firsthand it. So, and um, I'm glad you said that too, because I think a lot of people like understanding that the contracts and the importance of everything, that's yeah. super important. So MagCon real quick. So long story short, you, you have this first event and you're like, whoa. And you're like, so many people, let me collaborate with a lot of these different influencers. Because I want to sort of pivot back to like, how can someone utilize this today? Because, you know, I do a lot of events myself and I mm -hmm. collaborate with people. And I, I noticed that like from an early stage of someone that's been dominating social media, like you you took collaboration serious. And I, yeah. and I want to ask you, and I will, like nowadays with social media, like what is the best thing to grow? Like, because I'm, I'm, I wanted to yeah. really think like looking back, you guys had this click, you had this group, everyone was promoting each other. And like, do you think that still applies today? And yeah. if so at what caliber? Of course. Um, I think the first time me and all the guys were together, it was something we all realized like immediately was okay. like, okay, clap. And do you want to just real quick too, if people may not know what MagCon is or like the group yes. of people, the guys, because some of these people, the, including yourself, are like the biggest names in music and just everything, you know? So I yeah. would love for you to just give a list of names just so people can get aware if they yeah. aren't already. So the core group of nine guys was me, Cameron Dallas, Taylor Kniff, Sean Mendez, Matthew Espinosa, Jack and Jack, um, Carter Reynolds, and Nash, great. Okay, and do you and guys all still talk? I'm just, I'm curious from a personal perspective. Are you yeah. guys still all homies? Because so, like, there's so much going on in everyone's life, right? So I, I, we all talk to each other very sporadically. Like, um, my birthday was recently, so I talked to a lot of them. Okay, and uh, they hit me up and said happy, happy birthday. birthday. By the way, he's 21 now, two days ago, as of yep. this podcast that we're recording um, it. But yeah, like, um, some people, like, obviously, me and Sean aren't going to be talking every single day. Like, <laughs> I think the, I ran into okay. him like a year ago okay. was the last time I saw That's I've so cool him. though. Like, I'm so curious too, cause like you guys were like 14 years old in hotel rooms and like now like, let's say someone like Shawn Mendes, right? He's doing world tours yeah. and all this crazy killing stuff, it. killing the game. Like, do you guys still like ever like, if when you guys do talk, it's like, I'm sure seeing that is so fulfilling for everyone of like, you guys I mean, are yeah, young like, kids we're all just social. Like, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm just like, it's sick to see where everybody's yeah, 100%. gone. Like, I'm proud of him. Nash is a dad that's so sick. That's his baby so, yeah. is adorable. Sean's doing his thing, killing it. Cam's doing his thing. Like everybody's kind of, it's been interesting to see where every person has kind of 
gone since to. then and it's just sick and like, like and I, I see it as like an outsider of like MadCon was like the incubator for everyone yeah. talent wise like that's how I found out about all these people so like being someone like yourself that like created this hub of attention it's just super it's super cool to witness and be able to have yeah. this conversation because I'm sure a lot of people listening today are very very aware of MadCon and what you created and to see how like it's spurred into everyone is in their own lane so like focused and still killing to this day it's just super super cool yeah well thank so, you I mean next thing man I mean I, I think nowadays I want to just in the sake of timing we got probably about a good 20 minutes or so oh. are we got more time cool cut that so we so in in terms of nowadays I, I wanted to bring something up and just trying to get the story behind it so I was um recently uh on Instagram right and one of my favorite people Selena Gomez right yes. so and I was talking to my brother about this right I'm like yeah, we're about to go interview Aaron, checking him out. And we're, he's, he's on his on her Instagram page. And like, you're the last picture of just you and Selena. <laughs> and she's like, love my bit, love my dude, Aaron. And I'm like, savage, beast, <laughs> epic. What's the story behind that? Because I, I, I was just curious from a personal perspective, but I want people and I'll make sure to link it below. Like just uh, the picture of you and Selena on her profile. Like she's an amazing, yeah, killing the game in all avenues of life. So I'd love to know your your relationship there in terms of like the story behind that because you've been able to connect and network and just be a part of so many amazing people's lives. And I, I more so not only just want to talk about the story of it, but like the importance of networking after that question. Cause I'm sure like you living in LA, you, you understand that. And I really want you to talk yeah. to people that may be in Louisiana, 14 years old, not knowing what to do. Like the importance of the great people in your life, yeah. you know? So I, I'd love for you to just never want to touch on the story of that, but yes, then the of importance of more so networking. Yeah. So. Uh, me and Selena met about a year and a half ago. Uh, she, my girlfriend, is one of her best friends, and okay. so I met her through her. And we also have the same management, but I met her through my girl. Yeah, yeah. And so um, since then, I would just we just started to hang out, and we all started to become better friends as the days go on. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just started like we're just there for each other. Like we'll go through something and she can give me advice on stuff that nobody else can because yeah. she's she's been through it yeah and um she's already experienced everything that i'm starting mm -hmm. and um she can give me advice with that with music how to be more honest in my music with lyrics and For sure. she's just been incredible in that way and that's also something i would say is important with the the networking aspect of like having people in the same lane as you to like someone who's been through been the trenches, through, been through everything, and can like kind of just give you a, a lot of advice and yeah. things to look out for. Like if I was, if I were to have a conversation with um, a new influencer, I would mm -hmm. be like, watch out for this, watch out for this, like do this, do yeah. this, and. Um, yeah, she's just she's she's an angel. Like she's That's tight. an incredible person. That's awesome. Beautiful heart. And, and fun fact, isn't she like the one of the most followed people on Instagram? Yes, right? she's like like number two. So, I, or something I, I don't like know that. the exact number, but that's she, so crazy. she's up there. Yeah. Like, it's so cool to see what she's doing. I, I was just, just seeing through more so like the impact she's actually like creating with yeah. her platform. It's super cool because like, yeah. you know, everyone follows a lot of massive influencers and yeah. just someone that's on social. It's I've seen her just really use her platform for something yeah. amazing, which is super cool. It's something see. super admirable. She yeah. really loves to help. And that's that's cool. something that it's inspired me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's super cool, man. So. Networking, mentorship, I, I want to sort of touch on this for a second because I think the importance of that for not only myself but the people watching or the people that want to become entrepreneurs or influencers or whatever it is, what would you say, and I know you, you briefly touched on it there, like from a mentorship from a young age, like did you always have mentors? I know you talked about like you had a great support system with yeah. your family, but like moving to, LA at eight, moving to LA at 18 and now getting into the music business, like I really want you to touch on like maybe who were some of your mentors, but more so like how you utilize these mentors. Cause I think maybe yeah. there's a 14 year old that's shy, that's scared to ask questions, that they're yeah. scared to talk up more. Like what was that process like for you that led you to being able to have these great people in your life, but being able to utilize them when times are tough, let's say. So my, I, w I would say mentor quote unquote would be, would have been Cameron okay. in that sense. Cause when I first started coming out to LA, I would stay with him and I'd like crash on the couch or yeah. a spare bedroom. And he is, he's four years older than me. Okay. So I had him to like kind of, he's like became one of my brothers yeah. in a sense. And he really looked out for me the entire time I've been out here and kind of helped me see, see through certain things. And like yeah. he, I, I would say he was a person that really helped guide me and 
look out for me yep. from a from an early age because like I moved out here alone and my my yep. brother and sister are back or my brother lives in Colorado now but yeah. um, my brothers and sister my brother and sister and uh, family all lived back in Louisiana so okay. he was in the same world as me and kind of looking out for me in all of social media yes yeah. and so um, cool. when I moved out here I I knew I wanted to move out here for music and um, the the years leading up to that it was it was a, a big mental game because okay. I I knew making this transition of social media to music is uh -huh. that comes with a lot. And yep. um, so I knew once I started to do that, I would get some backlash of people being like, you're just doing this for money. You're doing this to for ABC reasons. Okay. And um, I just kind of had to, to build my own confidence up and really believe in myself. And because I, I didn't want to just move out here just to kick rocks and spend all of my savings. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do that. It's it's essentially an investment into myself of For sure. getting an apartment and buying instruments to learn how to play through YouTube. And, yeah, and just uh, the everyday life of LA, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we, like, we, were, we were saying you go outside and, you know, a piece of toast is 40 bucks. Yeah. Water, city, like, just LA life, exactly. right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 we'll touch on that, but continue. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, when I moved out here, I moved in and I had my own apartment and um, I noticed it was different. Than was it lonely at all? I, I'm curious. That's what, I think, yeah. Because I moved out a year ago too with people, but I always ask myself like, okay, like if I was to move out by myself and I think people listening as well, if they're looking to move out, like take us through that process of like you're 18, you move to a massive city like LA yeah. alone, like loneliness, you don't know what tomorrow looks like. Yeah. What's like, what, is, what, was, what did you go through there that you'd like to give to people as someone that's been through that? So... For me, I was fortunate enough to, to visit LA a lot and kind of have some friends and ha be familiar with the city. Yep. And so when I moved out here, I noticed I wasn't staying with my friends. I was waking <laughs> up and I was alone. And I'd yeah. be like, what am I gonna do today? Like I have to hit up my friends instead of just waking up and being with them. <laughs> so yeah. I noticed I had a lot more downtime than I did when I was visiting. Yep. And so the first thing I did was I'm gonna go to Guitar Center and buy a guitar and a piano and start teaching myself how to play uh, through YouTube videos. Okay. And um, so I did that and yeah, I just had a, a lot of downtime. Okay. And it, it was a little confusing at first. It wasn't, it, it, it was still a transition, but it wasn't a massive one. Cause like okay. I said, I visited You're out coming a lot. here for a week yeah. and two weeks and three weeks. Yeah. Sort of like me necessarily. I'll come out here for a week and be like, okay, I feel like I live there for this week, yeah. but, then, but then I'm out. Right? It's like right when you settle in, you're like, oh wait, my flight's tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah, hundred like, percent. Ah, like I just need to get out here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like about a couple weeks after I turned 18, I moved out. Okay. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a transition. Cause I was like, oh, I have to take out the trash now. I have to do the dishes. I have to do the dishes. <laughs> do my I laundry. Have to buy toilet paper. I have to yeah. buy toothpaste. All that all that little stuff <laughs> that you never think about. You're like, whoa. I was telling someone the other day we yeah. were walking past like a furniture store. I was like, yo, that's a cool lamp. And I was like, Yeah, you like that's the transition that happens when you move when <laughs> you're here now. And you're like, yep. wow, I just really <laughs> got so drawn to a lamp. Yeah. When, yeah. But <laughs> that's funny as hell, bro. One hundred percent that's so true. Looking at interior design. Yep. Like, and enjoying it like it's fun totally but um yeah so i started doing that because i moved out here for music again okay and at the time just music wise just so people i want to really grasp it of like okay so your goal you have a massive social media following all the time you have friends in la but your your true passion and goal is music yeah right? so you move out here with that as being the intent where are you as of right now when you move out in your music career you're 18 you're now you're 21 it's been three years yeah like you moving out to now having a record deal with capital records big difference right so kind of yeah. take us through that process of like what does that look like because i think anyone can learn from this not only from a music perspective but just like they have this goal right they go somewhere for a core purpose and you've achieved that and this is just the beginning but what was that like starting ground which led you to being in these circles yeah. with people and then now record labels and now getting signed like bring us through that process so it all started with i'll give a little backstory to it yep. leading up um i remember telling my mom like i'm looking at apartments i thought you should know because i'm turning 18 like in a week and i don't want to just blindside you and be like all right i'm out yeah but i'm looking at apartments and i'm pretty sure i found one and she was like, "Do you are you sure you need to move there, like to do what you do? You can't just keep visiting like you are." I was like, "No, like I I feel 
like it's the right move for me to yeah. move there. And um, it's kind of a hard thing to understand if you, you've never been in LA. Because yeah. like you can walk down the street and meet somebody that can introduce you to someone else and not yep. saying like come out here and use people at all. Yeah. But um, one thing leads to another yep. out here and it's like super random. So after literally a month of living here, I went to a party uh, to support camp. He okay. was um, he was hosting something, getting some award. And um, I met this guy who was an agent at WME. Okay. And he was a scripting agent. Not my world, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, sick. And I, we talked for a bit. He was like, what are you interested in? Like, what's your what's your deal? I, like, I, I know of you. Yeah. Um, like, what's your deal? And I was like, I want to get into music. He was like, oh, like, we should stay in touch. Like, we exchanged contact info. Yeah. I went home that night. I texted him. I was like, yo, great to meet you. And yep. he texted me back. He's like, great meeting you, too. And I was like, it's the last I'm ever going to hear from this guy. <laughs> but the next day I woke up and I was like, I should text him again. Okay. Be like, hey, would love to grab lunch and just get to know each other yep. better. And so he's like, yeah, perfect. Like, there's a restaurant right by the office. Let's meet up there. Yep. And so I went, met with him, and told him like, this is what I want to do. Like, music is my number one. Like, whether anybody knows it or not, it's truly yeah. my passion. That's sick. Since a young age, you got yeah. the drums, right? Yeah. So like, I started okay. out with drums and um, grew up singing and but only in front of my family, really. Okay. And um, yeah, I grew up around it. My grandma would play like the throwback records that inspire me today. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, and so from then on, we just stayed in touch and kept meeting. And he was like, well, if I'm gonna help you, like if you are really gonna do this, like you, like are you, if you're serious about it, you need songs. <laughs> like you can't just show people covers and yeah. be like, so I was like, all right, cool. I'll go home and write a song. And I had the hardest time because I was like, oh, like this is different than just learning how to play okay. the guitar, playing the keys. Yeah. But it's writing your own. So I was like, all right. And I met this songwriter like very soon after. It, like everything, like honestly, and, and stars aligned. Yeah. Like, and it was, <laughs> it worked out so amazingly. And I met this guy and started, I, his name's Patrick Hartman. He's a songwriter. And he, um, we were singing this song and he was like, yo, like, are you an artist? And I was like, taken back. I was like, no one's ever asked me that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, it's my first time saying, okay. yes, I'm an artist. And from then on, I was like, all right, that's the attitude I need to have. Like, because I... The confidence in yes, what you are doing. And the belief in myself. And yep. he was like, well, show me something of yours. And I was like, I don't like, On the spot. Any. Yeah. Like, okay. He was like, show me something. Like, do you have any music? I was like, no. He was like, um do you have anything out on Spotify? I was like, no. He's like, well, I have this song. He played it for me. He was like, if you want to cut it, you can. I was like, yeah, sure. Like okay. I just was itching to get into a studio and record. Yeah. And so I, I met up with him again and I recorded this song. He was like, how about we schedule something tomorrow and we write? Cause he just liked my voice. Uh -huh. And I was like, sick, yeah, let's do it. And That's so I tight. got into the studio and I had uh, one of my friends in Shreveport in town, his name's Judah my other buddy Trey Schaefer who okay. was also on MadCon down the line for the, the second time around got it and we all hung out and it all started out we were just hanging out and then we ended up in the studio and going through some tracks and we landed on this song and we wrote it and I was like wow like that was my <laughs> first time writing a song and okay. I actually really enjoy it and still to this day I listened to it like a couple days ago and I was like I can't believe I wrote this. My first, like the first okay. song I wrote. It's what like, was it called for everyone that wants to listen? Uh, it's listen called to Body it. Talk, but it's not out. It's uh, oh, it's not just, out. No, no. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think it'll it'll be released just ever. I, I, maybe one day they <laughs> okay. can come back to this and be like, hey, there it is. It got but, you. Uh, it was called Body Talk, and okay. uh, I immediately after I got it, after I recorded it, I sent it to uh, my guy Joe Izzy at WME. Okay, and he was like, oh this is great like i'm like send me more when you get them so i wrote three three songs and i sent them all three he's like all right now i'm gonna start really working on this okay like and seeing so, how he can help necessarily yeah seeing okay. how he can help me got it because he's a scripting agent but yeah, he's yeah. also like he's familiar with music yeah and, and the world and, and yeah. the people everything and so he was a big help him and this uh girl alex levitt and um yeah, they, they immediately started getting me into 
meetings with lawyers and management meetings and the first people he hit up are my current managers now and they were like no like we're, <laughs> okay. not, we're not even meeting with him okay. and i was like ah like he was he told me he was like these are your guys but they're saying no like i'm gonna be working on it like don't okay. worry i was like all right so i met around and I, I didn't have the gut feeling of like yo like i feel it like did you ha- i was about to say did you have like a hey i want to sign this label or this group or whatever it was like did you have a plan there or was it more so like hey i want to work with yeah. people who want to work with me sort of mentality so with management, I wasn't familiar. Okay. So I, as I started to meet with people, I was like starting to become more familiar. And then, um, yeah, he 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 hit uh, he hit up my guys at Lighthouse uh, okay. three times, three or four times, and they said no. And then one night, they all live on the same street, and they were out. And on the way home, he rode with them. He's like, "Let me just play you one of his songs," and he played the Body Talk song. Okay. And um, they were like, "Okay, like." this is actually really good like that's sick who wrote it and he was like he did with this person this person this person and they were like all right cool like we'll meet with him got it and so, just, it just give like, me the meeting like okay. not even saying they're gonna manage I, I, I think that's important though it's like in this process like you had something to show like you had yes. uh, like i always tell people right it's like the execution that people respect that's what yes. puts you forward so it's like you weren't saying you were gonna do something you didn't say hey i'm gonna learn the guitar but sign me it's like you were working on your craft you were investing in yourself yes. you were in the right place in la and that was your intent and then things happen you know i think yes. it's just leading up to this point like that was a key moment of like you actually had something to show and you yeah. had the right people, but it didn't just happen. You made it happen, but it, it didn't align moving forward, but only looking backwards, right? So yeah. I just wanted to point that out because I think a lot of people- Like looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah. It makes sense, but like you had, you know exactly yeah. where you needed to be, but you didn't know how it was gonna happen. And yeah, I think that's a all. very important lesson that I wanted to highlight because yeah. it's just like, you knew exactly what you wanted. You didn't know how it was gonna happen, but it happened. Yeah. Therefore you created that situation. So yeah. continue though. I just, I wanted to point that out because it's super important. <laughs> but. Uh, where was I? I was saying he listened to the song. In oh the yeah, listen to the song. Agreed to meet with me. Yep. that's it. Just like oh yeah, whatever. We'll meet with him. And so we met and we just hit it off. And they were like, okay, like we're gonna really give like give you a chance. Okay. And so I kept me- meeting with them and sent them more stuff that I was working on. They were like, all right, like they. And set these up- are these are what type of people? Just so the clarification, these are managers, music or- managers. Okay, yes. music managers at record labels necessarily, uh, no, not- or just managers that just- can then. Just managers. Okay, got it. So, um, in the midst, I met my attorneys as well, and um, that was great. And I had the gut feeling with them. I was like, "These are my guys. I I, tr- I know I can trust them. Yeah, they're awesome at what they do." And then I met with uh, my managers now, and okay. same feeling. I was like, "These are my guys." But these, what I really loved about them is I didn't just get handed something. They had to be like. Are you gonna put in the work? Are you gonna really? Yeah. Like, is this legit? Got is it. Really, the question they were asking themselves of like, is this kid legit? So I had to prove myself to them instead okay. of all the not necessarily all the other meetings that I took, but it was it felt more of like them proving themselves to me. Like it was a meeting where where I felt like I was choosing, but the people that I chose, I had to prove myself to them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Like I had to be like this is look i'm gonna work really hard i really believe in myself and i really just i like the music that i make yeah yeah, yeah. and so um i would love to have you guys if but you, you had to prove yourself yeah That's important. To, they weren't just really, like oh my gosh oh my gosh it was like hey what are you gonna do yeah. why do you want to do it sort of mentality and someone that was gonna invest in me rather than just all right you have a couple million followers on social media let me snag you put out a couple songs and make a buck like someone that's super important my vision is i want a long-term career i don't want to just have a flash in the pan i want a sustainable career and that's what i was looking for in managers that were gonna partner with me on that and have the same vision and we hit it off and from then on they set me up in a couple sessions and started making music and after i had a bit of music that I was happy with, um, we started meeting with labels. And That's so cool. Went into, and this is just sort of time sake. It's 2019 now. You just turned 21. Yeah. You moved out here at 18. When was that point of like you're getting some, you're getting your yeah. feet on the ground, you're getting people, you're starting to sit down with labels. Like, what was that time process of so, moving out at 18? Where yeah. are we now in the story? So 2017, early 2017. Like, I met, I moved out here 2016 okay. of late October. 
I was settled in in November. I met Joe in mid mid November. Okay. And then December, I was writing those. I wrote those three songs. Got it. That sent to him. And then in January, or yeah, in January or February, I started meeting with managers and okay. people. And then I think. March, like February, March is when I met with my that, and that's managers. so 2018. So you're out there from like almost was it a year before things started picking up? I'm just super curious so in terms of timing. It was like a month and a half when I, I met like of me living here. Okay, like when I met Joe, like it was okay. like right off the bat of me moving here. Got it. And um, after that, it was like things just can, it was started like to connect. Slow clicks of like, okay, I wrote this song. I wrote this song. Okay, I wrote this song. And then I met with them, and then I started yeah, to pick yeah. up more and more and more, and um, just staying on top of like that being my priority. Yeah. Of like, I wasn't like going out and partying and yeah. hanging out. Like, I was fully dedicated to yep. your craft, my craft, and yeah. making this work. Yep. And um, yeah. So around like that summer is when I started to meet around with labels, like the summer after moving here okay in 2017 so i met i i I started meeting around with like republic interscope uh hollywood warner uh capital yep and i i can't even think of them off the top of my head but there's a lot of we've met around uh with everybody and uh we met with capital and i had the same feeling i had with my attorneys and my my managers and i was like all right like these guys are aligned with my vision and are willing to invest in me the same way my managers are and yeah. I am in myself. And they're really gonna put in the time and not try to rush things and really yep. have something to build rather than just capitalizing on something that already exists. For sure. And um, building something that has a concrete foundation yep. and something that's long lasting. For sure. And. Uh, yeah, after we met with Capital, I was like, yeah, like, I really feel good okay. about my team. About, about that deal. So, yeah. okay, I, I want to bring it to fruition. So, like, it's a bit of back and forth. So, you're, ba- <laughs> like, you're just not shopping around, but like, you're meeting with all these different labels, mm-hmm. and your goal at the time is, okay, let me, I want to sign to a label, correct? Like, yes. that is the definite desire. And I just want to help walk people through, like, them setting goals, you know, them saying, okay, here's what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. The day you sign, yeah. What is that feeling like? When did it happen? Do you remember it like it's yesterday? And like, yes. just kind of walk us through like what that feeling was because I, so, I think it's important to really like talk about this. It was it was super like I have the chills thinking about it. <laughs> um, it was super sick because like the week of me um, meeting around with these labels and then um, the week of me signing, I was watching the Defiant ones. Okay and. Um, I remember it was like the last episode Eminem was like, I'll never forget the day I walked into the Interscope office and I sat down, Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre, and um, John Janik. Yeah. Or, sorry, I forgot the names mixed up, but yeah, yeah. he was like Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. I'll never forget that first meeting of me walking in and I watched that the night before I walked in and signed my he said that no Eminem was saying that on the show and then I was like thinking to myself I was like I'm going into Capitol Records tomorrow with Ashley Newton Steve Barnett Jeremy Vernick like my A&R that's so insane and I was like I'll never forget tomorrow whether like like that's gonna be a memory for the rest of my life and I was just so pumped and yeah I walked in and I had apple cider because I was (laughs) how old was I it was February 2018, so I was That's when you signed? Or I was 19. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was 19 when I signed. Okay. Uh, 2018, February. And then, um, yeah, I just, I locked myself away in the studio. Okay. For about the next, I, I, I was locked in the studio for like two years. Wow. I released this year, 2018, 19. So, two, yeah. I, okay. I was I was locked away for a while. Wow, that's and insane. just working on that really, and that's why I had like a kind of downtime in social media because okay. I was just fully dedicated to your craft, crafting new, like, my sound, my yeah. stories that I want to tell, like yeah. my experiences while going through new things that I'm writing about today. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's just been 
That's so, that's so insane, though. So that's yeah. early 2018 you signed. Yes. That was a massive pivoting point. And I, and I do want to touch on, so like ever since that day moving forward, has it been a change of, for example, like you creating music, what would you say like to any artist or aspiring artist out there, like your craft, when you create a song, is it something you, you could walk into a studio and create a song instantly in a day? Or do you oh put long thought process? And is it, I, I just want to know here more, yeah. here like your process, because I think it's different for everyone. Yeah, every single day is different. Okay. Some days I like, like I could have a concept right now and be like, get me to the studio. I need to make this song. Yeah. And then it comes out right then. Sometimes I'm like, get me to the studio. I need to write this song. I get to the studio and I'm like, what, <laughs> what am I it's writing? It's like, what am I doing? Like yeah. constantly it's like a, it's like, am I going to be able to write another song today? Okay. Like, um, it's always different, but like sometimes it happens in 15 minutes. Sometimes it happens in nine hours. Okay. Like, um, like my song attitude, my first single, yep. um, we had an entire session before that. We wrote a completely different song. And at the very end of the session, we were like, let's just throw on a, a track and write to it. Okay. And we wrote the first verse pre and chorus in 30 minutes. And That's then insane. it just came together like that. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's it's always different every single day. Like, Okay, got it. And as we're like wrapping up here, I, I just want to say in terms of music and creation in the studio, what would you say the most important thing is that you do now? Is it the instruments? Is it the the meeting people? How do you live your day to day life? Because I, I wanted more to talk about like daily habits, right? And like yeah. how you are continuing to become the best version of yourself, right? You're signed to a label. You've you've had millions of followers for years on end, but you're really dedicating your time to music and your craft. And like I really want to know for the people watching now in 2019, yeah. like Aaron Carpenter, if you were to look at his week, like what would you say you spend your time on that allows you to propel yourself forward? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it it starts out with having a schedule like having like a, a schedule like yeah. i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna do this 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 and then it starts with learning from your mistakes like yep. practice 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 okay and um like i play guitar every single day now i play okay. piano not not as often because i'm working on guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um i sing every single day all day okay and um constantly thinking of like what can i do right now to be better like yep. at what i do so i'm constantly like being inspired by the littlest things like that room over there i yep. was like this is sick like <laughs> this is so beautiful yep. like it's very like chic very minimal like and it absolutely it, it's, it's just weird like being able to let yourself be inspired by everything the little things, the yeah. biggest things. Yeah. And that's cool. Kind of just learning, like opening yourself to learning, like being open minded and um, changing your perspective of things you already look like. It's just yeah. learning everything about what you want to do yep. and how you can be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Itself? Okay. yeah essentially, the Got version it. of yourself. Like me with guitar, I knew how to play. Like when I first moved out here, I would learn how to play, like say, uh, like if my song was out, I'd look up how to play Chase by Aaron Carpenter on guitar. Yeah. And I would learn how to play, but then I was like, all right, I want to understand what I'm playing. And I want to okay. know how to hear a random song and be like, all right, I'm playing a G, E minor, A, yeah. D. And yeah. like learn how to find that just by hearing it. And okay. just learning everything yeah, yeah. you possibly can learn. And For that's sure. what I did with social media is like learning you absolutely everything I it. could possibly have learned about it. Got it. And really just worked at it every single day. That's so cool. So for music wise, in terms of like releases of songs moving forward, it, based on what you can talk about, like what is the, the, I would say like your life moving forward, how often are you dropping songs, an album? Like what should people know moving forward? Yeah. Where can they listen? We're not wrapping it up yet, we're about to be, but just in terms of music, where can people find more and just learn more about what's up to come? Yes. So as of right now, we're not like, there's no pattern to okay. my release schedule. It's more of what makes sense. And like, okay. sometimes like, like I'll say this about the next song that comes out. Okay. It's the most recent song I've written. So I could write a song tomorrow that could be out in three weeks from now. And it okay. throws the whole schedule kind of off. Yep. And um, everything is constantly changing 
with that. But the 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 best updates I would say on the music is my Twitter, YouTube. Okay. That's where I like. Okay. I talk sure. the most on Twitter. Okay. Do you so you use you utilize Twitter? Yeah. More Twitter. Than anything Twitter's you like. Twitter's if I need to get a quick message out. Like, okay. Hey, I have a new song coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got like you. either that or like my Instagram, like yep. I, just social media in general, like I all you. my platforms. So I just I, I want to say something uh, really important. I would say just looking back, social media 2019. If you were to restart and say, okay, you have no Instagram today, and you have to restart and build your brand, what would you tell someone that's looking to build a personal brand online and captivate an audience and build just a group of people, a following to then see their music or their product or their service, whatever it is. Yeah. As someone that's been in the game for so long, you've seen so many yeah. changes happen on the platform. What advice would you give to an individual who's looking to start on social media yeah. today? So this is probably, I mean, 100% something everybody has heard and would be considered cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Like you hear it so much for yeah. a reason. Like your parents are like, don't stay out too late. Like <laughs> if you stay out too late, downtown's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Like it's for a reason. Yep. Uh, I would say be yourself, like be honest and genuine because that beats everything. Like you can't argue honesty. You can't yeah. ar argue truth. And um, that's something I still work on every day is like yep. being honest, being real and being truth, like letting that be the narrative because yep. what can you say about, like you can't tell me my pants are not black. Yeah. You cannot tell me that. Yeah, it's, the <laughs> like, it's the truth. <laughs> yep. So I would say that and consistency and just content, 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 okay. content. And would you say Instagram is still the most effective way to build a brand nowadays? Or what does the social media landscape look like, you'd say? I would say, uh, it's tough. <laughs> like it's different for everybody. Like you have people like Casey Frey on Instagram, whose Instagram popped off. Yeah. And then you have, I'm um, trying to think of like a Twitter user that's like, goes huh. nuts. Like- I don't use Twitter that often actually. Um, like, like there's certain mediums, Twitter, there, there's different like, mediums for different types like of people. There's like an old Twitter account called like Tweet Like a Girl that was like popping on Twitter. Yeah. And um, but I would just say across the board, like use it. I mean, use it all yeah. for sure. But um, I think videos are a great way to see someone's personality. Okay, for sure. Which and I don't do enough of. I, I, I need okay. to do more videos. Okay, I got you. Do <laughs> me as well. Yeah. So really, as like I said, I've said this twice already, as we're wrapping up, how do you stay focused? I think with so much happening in LA, you have such an amazing group of people and I'm sure there's so many things that pop up. What would you describe yourself as when you stay focused? How do you stay focused? What would you want to tell someone if someone has all these different opportunities? Because I've seen a pattern here of like, yeah. hey, you want to learn Rubik's Cube? You conquer it. Hey, you want to learn drums? You do it. Social yeah. media pops up, you master it, right? And now music. So like you've mastered all these different crafts one by one and you're focused on it, right? You're yeah. not trying to do all of them at once. So what has been your, I would say, how do you, not how do you stay focused, but what has been your step-by-step -step guide to staying focused yeah. that you'd want to tell someone? I mean, for me, it it's all just the reason why I was so focused is because I was genuinely so interested in it and so okay. passionate about it. And um, I would say also is your environment, who you surround yourself with and like limiting your distractions. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah. I'm a very, like I get distracted so easily. So being able to focus on something, yep. I have to really be, it has to really captivate me. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. Got it. And all right, so last question to wrap it up. You're 14, 15 years old. Looking back, you're 21 years old. Throughout that journey itself, what would you tell the young Aaron based on the journey that you've been in so far of just, the, whether that's the littlest things to the biggest things, like what would be a lesson you'd want to tell a young person that's getting ready to start their journey, whether it's in business and entrepreneurship or music yeah. or anything related to just believing in yourself, the self-confidence game, what would you tell them looking back on your journey? If I could go back and tell myself like one thing, I would say, quit questioning yourself. Like trust your gut way more. Okay, And that's real. That, like just from the things I've gone through, I, I know what I should have done in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I would just question myself and I would back out and it would hold me back a lot. So the more I grew out of that, the more I started progressing. Yeah. And um, yeah, cause I, I, like there was no way 
ever I would have ever done this when I was I, I would have been so scared out of my mind. <laughs> like but interview now, or what? Yeah, an interview in front of like, two cameras, like absolutely <laughs> okay. not. I would Got never it. have done that. But because I would just question myself, I'd be like, uh, like I don't know, like if I, I I'm like smart enough or yeah. if I'm good enough. For, it, it was just very in my head, and I would question okay. everything, and I was just not confident. Like okay. believe in myself quit questioning it and trust my gut like those are three great i love it man like they're very almost cliche simple but like you hear them so much for a reason like it's great advice i love it so i mean that being said everyone aaron where is the best place that people can stay connected with you learn more about the music coming out soon and just stay updated with your life i'm sure we can link them down below but what's what's the best place i would say twitter and instagram are okay two great places but Got it. And yeah. everyone watching, I'll make sure to link them down below. Aaron, brother, I just want to say Yo, thank you so much for coming thanks on. Thanks so man. much for having me. This was his first podcast ever. 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 <laughs> and also, real quick, before we wrap up, I just want to give the last time a big shout out to the location. For, real, hold on. Real quick before we wrap, real quick before we wrap up. Say it again one time. Oh. Okay, so real quick before we wrap up, I just want to give a big shout out to the location portal for allowing us to shoot at this beautiful spot here in Los Angeles. And that being said, make sure you go follow Aaron down below. Check him out on Twitter. Check him out on Instagram. Stay tuned for the music coming soon. And that being said, I'll talk to you guys soon. Let's go.